Welcome to the LYC Podcast. We are a youth community that believes in loving people and meeting them where they are. Our desire is that through this message, God's love for you is confirmed, your hope in Jesus is renewed, and your faith is awakened. Bible or our note takers, uh, you guys can turn to 1 Samuel 16, starting in um, verse 1. But we are in a series called The Heart of the Matter. Look at that great graphic up there. Um, last week, Matt preached a super awesome sermon um, on our hearts being worth guarding because our heart um, is where our calling is kept. Um, therefore, he talked about the importance of having maintenance lights or checks on our hearts um, and being clay in the potter's hands. Uh, so tonight, I want to talk about why our hearts are worth guarding um, and why it's such a big deal and the importance of it to live that out in our life. So... We're going to pray again because, y'all, we love prayer here. Uh, So, dear Holy Father, we thank you for this time and opportunity to just uh, dive into your word. We pray that you would speak to each of us, um, speak through me, God, um, and let it all be for your glory. In your name pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So, I'm going to give you the title of my message because when I was practicing, I forgot. So, I'm going to say it now. Um, My title is, It Matters Because It Matters to God. Um, And we're reading in 1 Samuel 1 through 13. So it's a bit of scripture. So track with me if you can in your Bible or on the screen. Um, So starting in verse 1, the Lord said to Samuel, how long will you mourn for Saul? Since I rejected him as king over Israel, fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. But Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hears about it, he will kill me. Uh, The Lord said, take a heifer with you. I think that's a lamb, guys. Um, And say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Uh, Invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what to do. Your anoint for me, the one I indicate. Uh, Samuel did what the Lord said. And when he arrived at Bethlehem, the elders of the town trembled when they met him and asked, do you come in peace? Samuel replied, yes, in peace I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come to the sacrifice with me. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel saw Elam and thought, surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I've rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Then Jesse called A and had him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, the Lord has not chosen this one either. Uh, Jesse then had S pass by Samuel and said, nor has the Lord chosen this one. And Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel, but Samuel said to him, the Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, are, all, are these all the sons you have? There is still the youngest, Jesse answered, he is tending the sheep. Samuel said, send for him, we will not sit down until he arrives. So he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him, this is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil, anointed him in the presence of his brothers. From that day, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Samuel then went out to Ramah, I think. All right, that was a mouthful. Um, So pretty much to break that whole thing down, Samuel, a prophet at the time, um, it is time for him now to anoint a new king of Israel. 
And he's going, um, God tells him a family that he's going to anoint. Uh, the son is going to be in this family, so he's to go to them. Um, so he goes, and not um, really thinking. So this family invites every son except David, the one son. Um, he invites all of them except the one that God's actually anointing. And Samuel kind of does the same thing because he comes up and he's looking at all the sons and he's like, oh, one of them looks pretty nice. Um, maybe I'll anoint him. Um, but in verse 7, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not even consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, uh, but the Lord looks at the heart. <laughs> and so I think, too, with that story, first, obviously the family. Like, the dad probably didn't even think that his son was going to be anointed king because he didn't even invite him. And then Samuel the one God's sending also looks at the same thing, the outward appearance. Um, in Proverbs 16:2, it says, all persons' ways seem pure to them, but the motives are weighed by the Lord. And in Jeremiah 17, 10, it says, I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. Um, so about a year and a half ago, I had the opportunity to do a mission trip, which is fun. Who's been on a mission trip here? They're fun. They're great. Um, I highly recommend. So I was in Nepal and we were hiking in the Himalayas, uh, to go to a village up there and y'all, it was freezing, like real cold. And it's not like you're hiking to a village to get some nice like heat. Um, we're living in huts, so there's not quite, um, a fireplace right by you. And I had everything for three months in a backpack with me. Um, but because it was so cold, um, I was wearing like everything I could. And I probably looked like a marshmallow, but that's okay because I was warm. Um, now, if I went up there hiking and I was like, well, I really don't want the Nepali people to think I'm a, like a, an American marshmallow. Um, I don't want them to get that kind of vibe from America. Um, and I didn't wear my like hot pink tribal pant uh, leggings with my green and blue jacket. Um, maybe I wear something that matched, but I was freezing. Um, I think that's kind of how we can be in life. So I'm like, well, if I care about what they think, I'm putting it at the expense of my toes falling off and my fingers falling off because I'm frozen. Um, we live and we walk with God and we think that I think God cares more about what we look like from the outside than what's on the inside. Um, we want to be the person who's always going out with our friends, um, hanging with the cool crowd. I don't know. You guys probably are already the cool crowd. Um, but it comes at the expense of what's on the inside of us. Um, so if I'm walking around freezing, but I look good, is that worth it? No, probably not. Um, and so we, when we're walking with God, um, when we're talking with him, God's not like, yeah, hey, you got a nice six pack. You're doing good, man. That outfit today is looking fine. Um, I see you have your nice Birkenstocks. Guys, these are my favorite shoes. Do you like them? Um, <laughs> but God's not like, that's why I approve of you. He's like, oh, wow, you forgave somebody that was really hard to forgive and hurt you? Oh, I'm proud of you. 
um, you went up and was really kind to that person who's kind of annoying, I'm proud of you. Um, God doesn't look like, look at what people look at. And with all that to say, that is my point number one. God cares about our hearts. Um, and why does God care about so much about our hearts? And our hearts is who we really are. Um, have you guys like ever stubbed your toe and like every car horn came out like beep, beep, beep? Um, <laughs> and or you're talking with someone or you're in a fight in an argument and like you make a comment and you're like, where did that come from? Like, I am so sorry. Well, that's all kind of stored in our hearts. Um, like Matt talked about last week, our calling is put inside of our hearts. Um, and our calling is based off the things that God created us for. Um, in Proverbs 27, 19, it says, as water reflects the face, so the heart reflects the person. Um, in Matthew 12, 34, um, it said, you brought a viper's. That's a nice thing to say to somebody. Um, how can you who are evil say anything good? For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Um, I have a really, really beautiful car. I don't know if you've seen my car. It's a 2003 Ford Escape. Thank you, Caleb. Um, and it's super nice, guys. I know a lot of people like pass by and they ask me like, where did you get that? Craigslist. Um, and... <laughs> um, but my car currently is having some engine issues. Now, as nice as my car looks on the outside, if my engine isn't working, my very beautiful car does not run. So um, every car has an engine. Like, it doesn't matter if you got a BMW or a 2003 Ford Escape. Um, we all know that every car kind of has to have an engine. We all have a heart because we kind of need it to live. Um, but I would love to just drive my really nice car and have people admire it um, everywhere I go and have like no worries about starting it. Um, no worries about, is this gonna run? Am I gonna make it to my next destination? Um, but I do because my car isn't, my engine isn't functioning properly. Um, I can't drive my car the way it's supposed to be created to drive because my engine isn't functioning the way it, that it should be. That's kind of how it is with our hearts. When our hearts don't align the way that God has called us to live, when we're gossiping, cussing, being rude to people, that's not the way that God created us to be. Um, when we gave our life to Jesus, we are a new creation in him. So then when we're not living according to the way that God has called us, there's a tension between what God has called us to live like and how we're really acting. Um, I think too, we usually can tell something's off in our heart is when we're acting different the different places we are. So with our friends, um, with our family, with at church, are we consistent across the board? Or do we look, oh, maybe with my family, I'll be, I'll be rude to them because, well, they're my family, they can't leave me, and they're stuck with me. Um, with my friends, I'll kind of do what's cool because I want to keep my friends and I want to be cool. Or when I'm at church, I'm at church, so I probably shouldn't cuss. Um, maybe I shouldn't, like, I don't know, jam my rap songs all the time. Um, and so we're acting different according to the places that we're at. But that's something in our heart that isn't aligned 
that's something in our heart that isn't um, following Jesus. Uh, and so that's point number two, um, because in our hearts is who we really are. Um, but great, great thing, guys. We can fix it. Uh, when we have Jesus, he's the ultimate answer to all the things. Um, and so in Proverbs 4.23, it says, Above all else, guard your heart, um, for everything that you do flows from it. Now, if everything flows from it, that means our thoughts, the way that we speak, uh, the actions and the things that we do, and the way that we live our lives flows from the condition of our hearts. So if we're living a way that we're like, this is kind of funky and I don't know why I keep acting like this, it'd be a good time to look at your heart and ask what you're feeding yourself. Um, back to my beautiful car and my wonderful engine. Um, next week for practical application, we're going to fix my car, guys. So um, for all my mechanics here, because I'm not one. Um, but in my engine, there are multiple things that I need to keep it working. Um, you need oil in your car, power steering fluid, some windshield wiper fluid, um, antifreeze. Still don't know what that's for. Um, but if I'm being really good about putting oil in my car, so like, y'all, I got my oil, we're good, um, but I'm not putting any power steering fluid in my car, my engine's still going to break. It's still going to be damaged. I think that's how it is when we're with God. So we come on Wednesday nights, which is awesome. Thanks for coming, guys. Um, we go to Sunday service, but then we walk away, and we come up for prayer maybe on Wednesday nights. And then we leave service, and we're coming up for prayer because we need to stop thinking about lustful thoughts, inappropriate things, relationships, depression, but then we walk away from the service and we're watching movies that aren't appropriate and have a lot of cussing or we're listening to music that's really sad and depressing. And so all the oil I just poured in, all the things that God just spoke to me, um, everything that God is doing in my life, my heart's still not in a good place because I'm not guarding it from the things of this world, from the things, the outside things, from life. Um, in Luke 8, 11 through 14, uh, so a little context, um, Jesus spoke in parables, um, their stories, uh, a lot when he was speaking to crowds. And so he told this parable to the crowd and now he's off to the side and he's speaking to his disciples who asked the meaning of this parable. Uh, so starting in verse 11, it says the meaning of the parable, the seed is the word of God. Those along the path are the ones who hear, and then the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart, so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rocky grounds are the ones who receive the word with joy, but when they hear it, they have no room. They believe for a while, but in time of testing, they fall away. The seed that fell among the thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. Um, that's kind of like the seed of God. So the seed falls on our hearts. Um, he speaks something. He teaches us something. Um, but then we still let things of this world, the life, the worries of life, like 
doing my homework maybe or spending time there. Guys, do your homework. I'm not saying you shouldn't do your homework. Um, but we're letting the worries of this life come in the way of what God's speaking to us. Fitting in with people, sports, um, spending time um, doing other things. Um, and Kimberly, when you have time, you can come on and head up. Um, but we can't retain what God is speaking when we don't give him space in our hearts. So when we're so full of all the things that we've been doing outside of church or outside of spending time with God, when we come into God's presence, we have to first work those things out of our hearts to give God space and room um, to speak to us and to lead us. Um, and so point number three, I don't even know if I said point number three yet. Uh, we should guard our hearts above all else. Um, and guys, I'm really excited for this part because Kimberly is going to play beautifully behind me. <laughs> um, but Kimberly is going to play a super cool melody behind me. Um, and let's just say this is God speaking to us. Um, and it's really nice and lovely and um, it's encouraging and we love it. Um, but who likes Taylor Swift? Guys, I love Taylor Swift. So, oh, so you see. Um, but... So I think we should play some Taylor Swift too, guys. I hope that's okay at church. Um, so Brad, can you put You Belong With Me by Taylor Swift? Um, who, who loves that? Guys, I did a karaoke to that song. Yeah, it was the best thing ever. Um, so when that starts playing, we'll do it like on a low verse because I still really like what Kimberly is playing. Like it's really good, um, but I would love to hear both because I think Taylor Swift is cool. I don't know if she loves Jesus, but maybe she does. You guys like it? Who, who wants to come up and sing this? Nobody? No, okay. Um, actually, let's probably turn it up a little bit. I don't think I can hear it super well. Yeah? Yeah, come, oh, come up and sing it. <laughs> yeah, you probably should turn it up a little bit more. Thank you. So much that was amazing um, yeah everybody give a hand for Kat um, yeah let's just keep turning it up all the way let's just okay yeah I think that's good thank you Brad guys give a hand for Brad he's awesome um, so guys I love Taylor Swift but the more that we turn her up I I lost her melody um, she was singing, I love this melody and it's super nice, but like, I also love Taylor Swift. So like, can we have both feet in the pond? So like, I want to commit to God and I know I need healing. I know I need to maybe stop hanging out with certain friends and I know I maybe need to, um, listen to different music, but it's okay. It, uh, it's only a little bit. So like, I'll come to church on Wednesday, but like... I love T-Swift, so I'll keep her on. And I'm struggling to find good friends, so I'll just kind of hang out with anybody, though I know they're not good for me. And I'm struggling with insecurity, but I'll just keep listening to the voices inside of my head. Like, it's, it's fine. It's not a big deal. 
when we let things that aren't of God into our heart, we lose the melody of what Jesus is trying to speak to us. We lose the melody of the healing um, that he wants to bring to us, the words that he wants to say, the things that he wants to do. Um, I want to challenge you guys. Let's maybe not take guarding our hearts so lightly. Because though it's maybe something you've heard often, and we love the verse, Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart above all else. And it's nice in theory, um, but it's actually so important with our walk with God. That he cares so much about the conditions of our hearts that he doesn't want us to be the same way. Um, That because in our hearts is who we really are, if we're not living the way that God has called us to, um, we can't find full freedom and we can't pursue God with a freedom if we're not living um, like we're walking with him. And so even this week or in this moment, maybe you're thinking of things that I'm struggling with, um, thinking of areas that I should probably give this to God. Um, but it's worth it. Because though maybe hanging out with friends and going to parties or gossiping, it's all fun in the moment. Um, It's like me wearing a cute outfit instead of looking like a marshmallow. I look good, but I'm freezing. Um, So it's worth taking the time to seek God. And seeking God is simply uh, asking him to speak to you and listening. Taking two minutes and being like, hey, God, um, I'm really struggling in this area. Can you show me maybe where I've been feeding it to myself? Um, Areas where I can guard my heart so I can give more space um, for your healing. I can give more space for you to speak to me. Um, in taking that time and then obeying him because it's all nice um, when we hear it but taking that step of obedience and maybe okay maybe I shouldn't be on social media right now maybe I should um, not cut that friend off but distance myself they can be friends but you don't have to live life with them It could be watching YouTube, TVs, movies, whatever it is. It's so many things, and it's going to look different for everybody. For me right now, it's social media. I'm just not on it, but that's okay. It's not the same for everybody, and you don't have to do that either. But there's all areas in our life that God wants to take us deeper in, and if we're not taking that time um, to ask God and seek him out to ask for that healing and giving him space to do that deep healing in us, then it's going to be really hard to walk in freedom. To walk into school and be like, yeah, I'm going to go share Jesus with that one friend who's really struggling and really needs to know him. We're going to have more confidence when we let God give us that strength. We're going to have more confidence when, um, hey guys, maybe we should stop talking about this person. Maybe I think I'm going to not listen to that music right now. I just, I really want healing and I'm kind of sick of being anxious. I'm kind of, I'm tired of being sad and I'm not going to listen to it. 
when we give God space to give us confidence to walk that out, um, life becomes easier and it be, actually becomes more fun. A lot more fun. Guys, I'm going skydiving in a couple weekends with Christina. Whoop, whoop. Um, and yeah, pray for us. Pray that the shoe opens and I know we don't fall on our faces. Um, Y'all, that's a lot of fun to me. Not to everybody. Some people, that's really scary. Um, but before I was walking with God, it was personally filled with a lot of insecurity and fear. But then when I came to God and I gave him the opportunity to heal me and to bring me into the confidence that he's called me to, life becomes more free and fun. And we can go skydiving and trust that my chute will open and I'll be here to tell you guys a story about it. <laughs> Life is a lot more exciting, especially too when we're walking in the way that God calls us to. There's a calling in every single one of your lives and your hearts. There's passions. And if we're trying to look for those things, we'll ask God, God, how can I guard my heart so I'm not letting anything else in so you can show me areas that I can grow in so I can grow in we hope you've been inspired by this word. To help awaken your faith on a regular basis, subscribe now so you can be alerted when we have a new message. Thank you so much for listening.